welcome to No Boring Kids, a bi-weekly newsletter for parents that want to make the future a little more interesting. It's written and produced by me, Adam Kershaw. I'm a children's author, publisher, and father to three young kids in Australia. This is the audio edition of No Boring Kids number two. The hidden torture in loving music and having kids. There was a song my mum played when we were kids that would drive us nuts. She would belt it out at the top of her lungs, often while we're in the car, throwing herself into a performance to rival the original recording. We would yell and scream at her to stop. It was so irritating to watch, but she'd always smile and keep on going. I can recite every word and recall every note to that song, but it's a memory I only unlocked recently. I didn't hear it for over 25 years. I never thought about it. Yet it was so beautifully preserved in there that when I went to put it on, I didn't hear a single new thing in the music. It was the feeling of it that had changed. A song that had captured the most annoying, cringy and embarrassing version of my mum was suddenly the clearest window I had into my childhood. I was that little kid again, sitting in the back seat of a giant car, looking up at this huge figure Someone larger than life. That feeling, that memory, and that music. I think the best story I could ever tell about my mum is in there somewhere. Is that who I am right now? I think about it all the time with my kids. Music is a huge part of my life, and I've surrounded them with it. It's embedded in almost everything we do together. I often wonder about what kind of music they'll like and whether we'll be able to share it how what I'm playing them now will shape their taste in music as they get older, and how proud I would be if they had the same impeccable taste as their old man. But lately, it's been a different set of questions I'm preoccupied with. Like, will they even remember this song? What would it remind them of? What would I look like in their memories? What version of dad will I be when they hear the old songs again? It's all unknowable, I get that. But the thought experiment is a wild ride. I know I won't be this version of Dad for long. As my kids grow up, we'll naturally spend less time together, and the soundtrack to their childhood will become background noise. In all likelihood, Daddy music, as it's affectionately known, will be something they tell me to turn off or turn down. It's actually pretty sad to think about. So shouldn't there be another way? Their music will change, and there's no stopping that. But as their music changes, so will mine. And that presents an opportunity for something new we can share beyond the music. It's discovery. Up until now, the pool of songs we select from has been mine. Sure, I take requests, and there's the odd song that comes from their mum or from somewhere else, but for the most part, I'm the gatekeeper. Recently, we all listened to a song together for the first time was one of those rare moments in the car where we're all off in our own worlds. This song came on and it just filled the space so beautifully. As it ended, I was about to announce that I really liked it when I heard, play it again, in unison from the back seat. So we did, again and again, we were hooked. And after a few listens, we were all singing along together. As this was happening, those big questions were coming at me fast. This felt special, it felt momentous. They'll have to remember this, won't they? But by the time it was over, none of those questions seemed to matter anymore. This song wasn't mine. I hadn't curated it. There was nothing at stake for me here. 
we discovered something and claimed it together. That felt far less fragile, like it wouldn't get lost in time so easily. I think what we'd created was a window, just like the one I found in my mum's song, except this time it was a window we could all look through. Something we could share to bridge different versions of ourselves, to connect us across space and time. It wouldn't tell a story about their dad. It would tell a story about us. And that's a story I'm expecting we'll all fight to preserve. One that won't fade into obscurity so easily. So now, rather than thinking about myself as a tastemaker in their musical journey, I'm starting to think more about these windows. And no matter how old they are, or what stage of life they're in, what I hope they'll get to see through those little eyes again and again is how completely I love them. Because one day, when they're all grown up and out in the world, I'll be using these songs to look through windows myself, to see us all singing along together. And I know the best story I could ever tell about being their dad is in there somewhere. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the audio edition. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this newsletter at noboringkids at gmail.com. And please subscribe if you haven't already to receive the next edition straight to your inbox. For those curious, the song my mum used to sing is Take a Letter Maria by R.B. Greaves. And the song my kids and I discovered is Green Green Grass by George Ezra. Until next time, keep it interesting. Thank you.